There's just so many different opinions about what to do, what not to do, how to do it. I didn't want people to know who I was. Mm -hmm. I was just really afraid of being judged. When it comes to that series, are mm -hmm. there people who dislike your attitude on there and like you've gotten some backlash for like being oh, too hard on people? Absolutely. There's a lot of judgment in the community. Mm -hmm. There's been a couple like other tubers who I don't think they, they like me very much. <laughs> um, Have you found that like maybe competitors on YouTube or on social media, they're more gatekeeping or- Oh God, we're getting into some deep territory here. Let's get into it. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome back to Let's Get Into It podcast hosted by me, Sloan. Today we are joined by a great friend, Lorelai Carlson, also known as Lynn and the Bunny here on YouTube. How are you doing, Lorelai? I'm doing really well, thanks. How are you? Oh, I'm good, and I'm excited that you're here because you're doing like charity work at this point because <laughs> Lorelai's <laughs> been so a friend sweet. for a long time. We actually met here in LA and yeah. we've like kept up for a while. So I've been like going through this whole project and just living life and we're constantly keeping each other up to date. So it feels like two worlds colliding having you on. Aw, I know. It's crazy. Like we met a year over a year. A year and over half a year ago. like May or yeah, of twenty twenty two. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Whole foods. Whole foods. Lorelai came up to me and she was like, was Oh my gosh, I like watch your videos. And yeah. I was just here for like a couple days. I think I was like three days into my or like two days into me moving to LA. So Yeah. Whole Foods. It was such a meat cute, which is I don't know if you know what a meat cute is. No, but what's it's that mean? like in in like the film world, it's basically just a really cute, unique story when like two like people meet in a very romantic way. Obviously this <laughs> yeah. isn't like romantic, but still. Um, Cause yeah, like how often do you meet people at Whole Foods? Like, yeah. Not often. But I was like, hey, wait, I, I, I recognize this person. And I was like, I have a channel too. And then we just kind of like hit it off. And I think like you were just still getting your toes wet in LA. So oh, you didn't completely. like know people. I had no friends. I was like, let's yeah. get dinner this week. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm so yeah. Down. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm so glad because it's also I feel like in our community, it's good to, you know, any anyone that you can meet in your field, it's just good to know them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just but we wound up having I feel like we wound up developing a really beautiful friendship out of it, which I really appreciate 
and I'm just so glad. That I know we could <laughs> get like so personal, but we're not going to take it yeah, to that yeah. level today. But it, yeah, you you like are right with that. I mean, it's so nice to connect with people here on YouTube. And like, even we had lunch the other day, and you introduced me to someone. And we're like talking about how like some people like gatekeep it all, but like yeah. we're all on the like the same side. And I mean, yeah. your content is so niche as well. Yeah. Let's talk about the bunny in the room. Lennon. So <laughs> Lennon the is, elephant in yeah, the room. That's what I was trying to refer to. So Lennon has a large following, over like seven hundred K, right? Yeah. 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 How on YouTube and then like um like over a hundred something on Instagram. But yeah. How did it happen? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, it was it was um not an overnight thing, that's for sure. I mean, I started YouTube back in 2015 is when I opened the channel mm. or 2016. Sorry. Why did you just like YouTube or something or? Well, so I got Lennon a year prior in okay. 2015. And that first year of being with her was just me, you know, trial and error, just really navigating this, you know, bunnyhood and uh-huh. I found that there wasn't really any content on YouTube or on the internet in general about rabbits and you know there's all this dog and cat stuff but I don't know about you I'm a visual learner Mm -hmm. and I was like you know I just feel like I mean I saw like little like there were a couple channels these like little teenage girls you know with their cell phones or whatever and I was just like you know I feel like I could do that but like 10 times better yeah and I have this background in film and music because I'm a musician and I studied film at UCLA. And so I have a little bit of an artist's eye and I appreciate beautiful cinematography. I was like, I feel like if I just document our life together and I share the knowledge that I've gained, um, you know, all these hacks and things that I've kind of cultivated over the past year to make life with a rabbit easier. I just really wanted to share it with the world. And I was like, I feel like I can do this in a really beautiful way. And so I started documenting our life together. And not only that, but there was no content surrounding free roaming a rabbit, which basically means just letting them, you know, roam around your home with no cage, no enclosure, just letting them roam like a dog or a cat. And, um... (laughs) Which She's is like sleeping. reminds me of like I had a roommate in college. I don't know if it's like animal abuse. I guess you can tell me. But she had a rabbit named Frankie, and she was a girl actually too. So boy named for a girl rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, but she like lived in the closet, like her sliding glass closet, and like oh she had like her in a cage. I thought you meant like she was in the closet. No, I mean that roommate was too. But um, she kept her bunny in like this in a cage yeah. in the closet, and like would could close the closet, so it was just like. <laughs> like the bunny almost wasn't there. Yeah. And your bunny is like, just lives among your apartment. Like you can like call Lennon over and she yeah. comes right away. So she uses a litter box. She just roams around like a cat, you know. So what is standard for bunnies? Like is the cage or like, this is like a new wave, what you have done Lennon, right? Like a free roaming rabbit? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the concept definitely existed before, you know, I was making videos on it, but I do feel like we helped popularize it um it for you know in the modern day and you know i i really focused on trying to show people how it can be done and how it can be done properly um because if you don't do it properly then you know 
Yeah, like could it? You, I mean, you've got to like, <clears throat> you've got to like bunny proof, and mm. you know, I mean, I guess just like you would cat or dog proof in a way, because and every animal's destructive if you really think about it. You yeah. know, cats destroy couches and curtains, and dogs dig at you know plants and all sorts of things. So it's really no different. I just wanted to show people that it can be done and because there's there's a little bit of a fear behind it they're still stereotyped as caged animals because they you know they uh they're still viewed as livestock and all this Mm. stuff they have a terrible reputation they're you know in the fur industry the meat industry and um so there's a lot of you know stereotypes that have been working to peel away over the years on this channel but people really they really gravitated toward our content because there was nothing like it and I was the first person to make content on free roaming a rabbit of all time on on the internet basically so (laughs) it you know people had never really seen that before yeah so it caught on yeah before so just to clarify you went and you studied like film at UCLA UCLA yeah and then like when did like becoming a YouTuber or creating videos, like become a thing. Like, were you always creating videos and then just like lending came into your life and all that you're like, Oh, I'll create videos about this. Or like, where did like the social media aspect come into your life? Like, were you already like popular on Instagram before and like kind of getting into the hang of it? That's a great question. Um, well, prior to the channel, um, I was pursuing music full time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I do have a background, a little bit of background in like social media marketing and um, had a little bit of a following that, you know, to this day still has trickled in from like my musician days. Yeah, you have a Spotify page, it's, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've got music on there and stuff and people still, you know, they're like, hey, still really love this song from whatever, however many years ago. Um, <clears throat> but while I was at UCLA, I think I just was in a place where it was kind of a do or die because I was, you know, on the brink of graduating. I had sort of really hustled in the music space, but, you know, wasn't finding a ton of success there. And I, but I still had this passion for creating and Mm. just being a creative. And this felt like such a great, I don't know, avenue for me to exercise creativity in a different way that I hadn't before. And I just have such a huge passion for, film and music and just production in general. Mm -hmm. Editing, you don't mind the editing? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I, I think I do actually like editing, but I don't like love editing every single day. Like, for it YouTube. takes so long, especially the way you do I it. I think in the beginning, like there was a novelty aspect to it where I was like, hey, this is actually really cool, you know, to make these things from scratch. But then as as you start pumping out more content, then it becomes more mechanical. But um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got into it. This just felt like a really natural avenue for me to exercise creativity. And um, a lot of YouTubers have come out of UCLA as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just... Uh, yeah, I think. And and when I started, it was just like a really thriving time, too, in, on YouTube. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah. So you kind of went in, though, with the mindset of like building this up, like kind of more calculated, I'd say, like not a negative way. Like for me, I like personally was just making videos. I always enjoyed making videos. And then I like did my first like news kind of story time one and it got a lot more views. And then then I started doing more of those and then just kind of like advanced over time. You kind of went right in with this like mindset of like we're going to create this channel with this purpose. And then it took off essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like any YouTuber will tell you, which is what you kind of just said, you start doing it just for fun. And I had no idea that it would become what it did. And I didn't make any money off of it for the longest time. Like the first year it was just like, oh, cool, I can pay my cell phone bill. And (laughs) then, you know, um, the more content I put out, because I would I would revisit it. I would just put out content like once every couple months. Yeah. And I would go back to a video and it'd have like tens of thousands of views with comments requesting like, hey, can you like, can you show me how to, can you make a video on how to potty train a bunny? Or can you Mm -hmm. make a video on how to, you know, bond with your bunny? And I saw that there was a market. Mm -hmm. There was a market that nobody had really tapped into. There was a huge gap. And I just kind of took it upon myself to fill in that gap and be that person since nobody else was doing it. And when, the more I started putting out videos on a regular basis and stuff, eventually I was just able to quit my job. Yeah. You know, I always What kind was of, your job before? I was a receptionist. So you like went to UCLA, you came from Virginia, we're yeah, from like the yeah, same yeah, area, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is like yeah. so weird. I met like someone else at the gym recently from like Fairfax and I was like, why are where are we all out here? <laughs> We're the ones that escaped. But yeah, um, true. so you went and you went to school and then you had this like ambition of like wanting to sing and you yeah. liked film production. Then you but you ended up like, you know, at a receptionist job, which is like what a lot of people do in L.A. Yes. when you're trying to make it. Mm-hmm. And then you continued that job while making the YouTube until the YouTube became profitable to just like. Yeah. When was that jump? Like what year did you kind of like leave your job and then I left my job in 2019, but I was too scared to leave for like a year. Yeah. So I could have left like a year prior, maybe even two. But I was like, oh, I don't know. This seems unstable. Like, I don't mm. know if I'm ready. Um, and basically, I, you know, the moment I was like, I <laughs> I can pay my rent and I can pay all, you know, yeah. whatever else with it. Like, I think it's time, you know. And I eventually, yeah, left and just started doing it full time. And that's when it really took off. Yeah. And well, you're also saying 2019. So we're going into 2020 yeah. where the pandemic hit. And then a right. lot of people wanted to get pets. Like I know dogs were sold out. Right. So I'm sure like bunnies had a similar effect. Right. So then you got another yes. wave of people just like paying attention to your content because you're teaching them how to essentially like raise a bunny in the best way. Yeah, precisely. Um 2020 was really interesting year for creators in general. I think mm-hmm. it's just people were at home and they were just watching content and we couldn't leave the house. And, um, but there was a huge wave of adoptions, pet adoptions across the board, all the shelters, you know, rescues saw, um, a huge wave in that and fostering. So there were, we gained a lot of new, you know, viewers that mm-hmm. way. When you like talk about this channel, you definitely feel like a, like a 
dissociation, right? Or because I don't know, you say it like we, like Lennon's <laughs> doing anything. Everybody says that to me all the time. Do you do it as I'm like, like kind of like a humbling thing? I don't know. Like, what, or do you really just see it as like she's like? I guess she's. I mean, the star. So <laughs> everyone's always like, "Who's we?" And I'm like, Lennon, because she yeah. is my business partner. At the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, I totally get that too. Because sometimes I say we nowadays, because I'm thinking of like some employees I have, like my editor and research people. I'm like, oh. We, but I'm like, oh, I guess it's just me. Yeah. But it is you too, because you really are a big part of your videos as well. Like you're in them, your face is yeah. showing, you're teaching hands-on things, you're doing B-roll of your bunny. So yeah, totally. And the funny thing is like the first mm, like six months of the channel, I was anonymous and I just did voiceover. Oh, really? work. I was like a spill sesh, but for bunnies, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I just had like B roll of Lennon and I would just talk cause I didn't want people to know who I was. Mm -hmm. I was just really afraid of being judged. So where does that stem from? Just like <laughs> social media hate or like your personal, like you just oh, did not have the confidence. God. We're getting into some deep <laughs> territory here. Um, uh, fear of being judged. Well, I think that's just, you know, a pretty humanistic aspect yeah. in general, but I just, I think that the bunny community specifically, there's a lot of judgment in the bunny mm. community because it's still, you know, I think it's still a relatively new um, community in the sense that we've only come together in recent years on social media. And there's just so many different opinions about what to do, what not to do, how to do it. And, you know, of course, anytime you have someone with a platform like us coming in and mm -hmm. like, throwing out our theory, then, you know, there's always going to be a vocal minority who are like, you're, you know, yeah, abusing your bunny like, and like, you're whatever. I can imagine someone commenting on another video and be like, Lorelai said it to do it this way. I mean, was there any uh, yeah. like bunny beef ever between people? Like where like people voiced each other's opinions on their opinions? Like, oh, oh yeah. I want it this way, but also this channel is telling you to do this. I would never do that. Has that happened? Oh, or like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. There's, <laughs> so much drama and like on pet tube, they call it pet tube. Cause oh, yeah. there's so many like different like pet creators. Uh -huh. Um, but yeah, I've definitely, there's been a couple like other bunny YouTubers who I don't think they, they like me very much. <laughs> um, I, I had like a thing, I had a thing with Gabby DeMartino that was like pretty crazy. Cause I made a video reacting to her rabbit care. She's like a big, mm -hmm. you know, bunny, Person. Oh, she is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She. What was she, she doing? Bunny. Well, she has bunnies. I don't know if she still has them, but she had like made this whole vlog and and she like kept them in a cage and all this. So I reacted to the whole thing, and yeah. you can already imagine. Did it do well? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so then did she did comment? Her. She did. Yeah, she did. She did. And then she 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 wrote like this paragraphical like comment. It was very very long. I pinned it. Aggressive. So. It, well, I don't know if it was aggressive, defensive. but me, yeah, mm -hmm. more so defensive. And then she followed Lennon. Um, Did she ever DM you or anything? No, but, you know, I think it was <laughs> one of those things where I think it was just like whatever was said, like was said. Yeah. And we just kind of like. She kind of got know, it all out in the comment. In the comment. Yeah. I think she wanted that to be public. And then like there was no further communication. Yeah. But Yeah. So like we were talking earlier about like being friendly with other YouTubers and like sharing yeah. tips. Like, have you found that like maybe competitors, other rabbits on YouTube or on social media, they're more gatekeeping or have you made some mm. connections with other? I don't honestly, I don't know any other bigger bunnies or big bunnies online. So I know. does Lennon have friends in the industry? 
<laughs> Lennon has a lot of friends in the industry. You'd be surprised. Uh, there's definitely a lot of, I mean, the funny thing is, because things have just shifted so much into TikTok now and Instagram. Yeah. So there's actually a lot of bunnies with huge, huge followings on both of those platforms that make content, albeit it's different content. It's not mm, really in the same vein as what we do. I mean, ours is definitely a lot more educational. And I think that a lot of like cute animal content that you see now is just like a an animal doing something cute. So there's a lot of like cute bunny videos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like, yeah, Lennon, Lennon has a lot of like Instagram friends. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cute. And also with your content, like you said, it's like more educational. Like some of your best videos are like, you know, the top five of this you know, as far as bunnies yes. and your uh, free roaming content. You also have done a series before where you have like, because I guess like, I mean, I would say Lennon probably has the best life. Like you probably are the bunny expert. Um, so you've gone on and you've helped other people who have had poor bunny situations. You go in, you help them do like a makeover. Can you talk a little bit about that series? Like what's it called? Oh yes. House Rabbit Makeover. Uh-huh. That's the working title, but it's been the working title for a number of years now. But that, that's a really fun series that I started um, back in 20, uh, 2019, mm-hmm. yeah. And I would basically uh, go to people's homes and I played this sort of like Gordon Ramsay character where yeah. I'm just like, this sucks, this is horrible, we're chucking <laughs> the cage, you know, we're getting rid of this, we're throwing this out, and I would like in a way, maybe like discipline the parents and the yeah. family too and be like, what are you doing? Like, why, you know, why are you, you letting your child? Oh yeah. I turn yeah. into like a different person. It's definitely like a character that I play. Um, but it was really fun and I didn't think it was going to do as well as it did. And every episode has just surprised me. It's gotten uh-huh. millions and millions of views. I think like the first one has like 2 million at this point, but yeah. it, I think again, this was, um, a result of, just a space that was missing for rabbit content that like was being filled in a, in a really fulfilling way for people. Because when I look at my analytics for those episodes, the majority of my viewers aren't even subscribed to me, which means that non bunny owners are watching the content. It's just, they like the idea of this human element of people loving conflict and conflict being resolved. You're, yeah, it's like a reality show. It I've is watched a reality. Yeah, yeah. It is like a reality show. And they love a beautiful ending. They love seeing the bunnies live happy lives and in better mm. places. And, you know, I've had people just, you know, come up to me and be like, I got a bunny because of these episodes, you <laughs> yeah. know? So that's that's really fun. And that's been a I'm I'd love to get that, funny enough you said, but I'd love to get that picked up. So when it comes to that series are mm-hmm. there people who like dislike your attitude on there and like you've gotten some backlash for like being oh, too hard on people absolutely how do you take that do you are you like oh i'll be nicer next time or are you kind of like no screw this this is like content gold you know i think you for a it. minute there for a minute so the first couple of episodes because again a lot of trial and error mm-hmm. um i was just like <laughs> i was not not super nice yeah in my episodes but it was coming from a place of like tough love yeah because sometimes if you go into these homes and you're just like just you're too nice too accommodating too sweet people don't take advantage i mean they don't take you seriously 
And also, sometimes when it comes to just like animal care in general, it's just like it can be triggering. Yeah. <laughs> like if like- you see like if you see an animal like suffering. Mm. Yeah. You know, that can be a little You're triggering. You're just like, F this. You need to fix this right now. Yeah. Is it ever awkward? Like, are their homes ever, like, really, like... I mean, you travel to their homes, right? Yeah. In yeah. California? All over. So you'll fly All somewhere. Over. Yeah. Um, I've done... I did an episode... One of my most popular ones was actually in, in Virginia. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so, so funny. So do you go to, like, the pet store and get a bunch of stuff for them? Or do you have brands that you work with? Or? Yeah, so I used to, I mean, I still do, but a lot of them were sponsored. So that was helpful in terms of being able to like pay my cameraman, fund everything, fund all the items, the travel and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what, what I do is I would basically dismantle this, the previous setup. Mm-hmm. And then I would go with the, the family and shop and buy everything brand new better quality stuff. I'd have um, different brands provide like toys, treats, hay, all sorts of things. Yeah, that's nice. And, and do like a really beautiful makeover. So, you know, they would be a surprise too. And they would come in and go, oh my God, like I had, you know, usually it's a transition from like being in a cage to free roaming. Mm-hmm. So that's always like part of the surprise. But yeah. <laughs> um, so I do want to talk a little bit about like your products. I feel like Placement can be great, but oh, yeah, before yeah, we yeah. go there, we can put Lennon back just so okay. like, but wait, question. Yes. How old is Lennon? Lennon is eight. How long do bunnies She's live? Like <laughs> uh, they li- they can live like up to like, I don't know, like 12, 13, 14, if they're well taken care of because, yeah. you know, their lifespan can be shorter if, if they live in like a bad situation yeah yeah so when before we put linen away i just want to like so like because a lot of people will ask like this is a youtube channel built off of linen what is like your mentality around accepting the you know inevitable and what do you think about like are you going to take another bunny and then yeah. that's gonna be like the channels can be replaced by another bunny do you kind of have a because a lot of people are going to ask that question absolutely she's licking me kissing me <laughs> as you talk about know, her death it's, like her- it's so <laughs> morbid but we got to talk about it, Lennon. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely a truth that I, I face like every day. I think anyone with a pet, we think about it, right? We're Does like, oh my God, the day that they're no longer around. Absolutely. Yeah. And not even really because of the channel, but because I love her. And like, because at the end of the day, she's, you know, my family. Mm-hmm. And um, you won't hear from me for a long time. I'll put it oh, that no. way. <laughs> no, you need to call me right away. We could sit in silence and just. Oh like, yeah, no, mourn. it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a good day whenever that day comes, because she's, she's like my soulmate. We've yeah. built a life together. We've she, uh-huh. she, she's facilitated everything I have. These boots, like Prada bag, like everything. Yeah, she's given you a purpose. She gave me a purpose. She gave me, and I think about it all the time. I'm like, man, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't live in this apartment. I wouldn't have met this person. I wouldn't have gone on this trip Mm -hmm. and met this other person. And it's funny how life works and every little decision that we make like affects our future. And the day that I got her, I mean, if you told me like that we would be in this position years down the line. I wouldn't have believed you. I, it, I I wouldn't have. And it's just, she changed my life and I, I will forever be indebted to her. And so, yeah, I think that with regards to the channel and, and her mortality, um, I just look at it as we'll keep doing it as long as we 
as long as we can. Yeah, you're not even trying to really and think about like. Well, I I think like about you're not it. Planning but like a replacement, like you're not. There's no. I'm not replacing, thinking just, about. I'm not thinking about like replacing her yeah. right now. I just think we'll do it as long as we can, and um. I mean, I may even stop the channel before. Like, mm -hmm. she might even surpass the channel. Like, retire. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, I might retire before she, you know, her time comes. Like, who knows, really? But I've definitely thought about, like, you know, if I want to keep the channel going post Lennon, I'd probably get another bunny. Mm -hmm. And I will forever be a bunny lady yeah. because I feel like once you you go bunny, well, this is my slogan. <laughs> I need to trademark it. Once you go bunny, there's no other honey. Oh, yeah. So um, I'll probably never like own a dog or a cat or anything. It'll yeah. always be a bunny of some sort. As to how soon that would happen, no idea. I don't know if it would overlap. I don't know. I even want to get her a partner for her final years so oh, she yeah. can have like a husband. A they yeah. call it hus like there's all this like rabbit lingo. Yeah. There's husband. They go on a bunny moon while they bond. Really? Yeah. Where do it's they like go? a whole process. Or they're just like hanging out and like <laughs> Well, they actually so it's there's a bonding process to bond two bunnies together and like uh -huh. marry them. Obviously I'm speaking like figuratively, yeah, but yeah. like in order for them to like each other, they have to go to like a neutral territory and like be bonded together. Uh -huh. Because if I bring another rabbit into Lennon's territory currently, um, she'd probably kill that bunny. Like be so defensive. Oh yeah. Like, she'd yeah. be like, This is my territory. They'd probably fight. And it wouldn't be very pretty. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I know. I think a lot of people, like, you really have to know that before you buy another bunny. I know. I know. Okay, well, um, let me try to hold. Keep like, bring Lennon over here and let me try to hold? Yeah, of course. You want to like, hold her? Yeah, okay. just, like, for the kid. I think it would be entertaining. People would probably, like, want to see me hold the bunny. Here, I'll put her on your lap, like <laughs> so. And then pull, put your arm out. She'll, she'll like hang that. over your arm. Yeah. Can I hold her up? You can. Oh! Will this go? Yeah, we're in focus still. <laughs> so cute. Aww. That's a good shot. She is cute. Okay, that was putting our thing. Okay, so now that we have Lennon on the couch, and thanks for letting me hold Lennon. So we talked about the death of um, Lennon, which yes, hopefully doesn't happen Lennon's for another death. 20 years. But um, oh to like, just I guess let's talk a little bit about the business side of it, because you've been able to build this like empire around like a bunny, which is very talented, like you know, you attribute a lot of it to Lennon, but it's really you at the end of the day too. Like, I know you see that through, but you just really needed that purpose to drive you to do that. And like, you know what? That's really that's inside well of you. Oh, you know? God, you're so good. <laughs> so <laughs> I've known you for a while now and you've yeah. been working on a product. Can we talk a little bit about like how the free roaming like relates to that and then what it's like to develop a product? Yeah, so really the past like year and a half, I've been developing, um, the first rabbit litter box mm -hmm. with a removable hay feeder. And well, it's the first in this specific design, especially, but, um, so yeah, essentially it's, like bunnies usually just poop in their cage, right? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, or on the ground, they, they, the free roamers uh -huh. or, you know, bunnies that are, they, they might have like an X pen or something. They use litter boxes. They okay. use litter boxes. Um, but yes, um, less educated folks will keep their bunnies in cages and the bunny will just poop and pee in the cage, which is never sanitary. And it's just like an eyesore and it doesn't, it's they're just like messy walking and gross. Yeah, they're stings, just walking gross. around in their feces. No one's really been able, in my opinion, to really like solve the problem of how to sort of have a bunny and hay coexist and 
in like a less messy way. So mm. yeah, I it started off as like a napkin sketch actually like seven plus years ago and I didn't really know like what to do with it. I just kind of set it aside. I was like, yeah, one day, like when I figure out how to release a product, I will deal with it. Um, but then, yeah, the opportunity, the opportunity finally came to me because I was able to, um, I got a business partner who really believes in it. And it's been a process like learning from start to finish how to make a product, how to release it, manufacture it, all yeah. this stuff. It's like, it's been, yeah, it's been a big learning curve. So can you say the product line, the name? Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's Hop. Which it's I think called, is so cute, Hop. It, yeah. Sounds like it could be in like Target and like PetSmart. Totally, like. and that's like, I wanted it to be simple and easy and um, just, you know, a lot of it is, like our color is just white. Mm -hmm. So it's very modern and it's really just for the modern bunny. So it's very like minimalist and clean, like the logo, the look, everything. Yeah. And to describe it, it's like essentially it's a way for you guys to own a bunny and to have them live just in your room, like walking around. Like does Lena have like a place where she sleeps at night? She sleeps wherever she wants. In your bed ever? Not so much. Okay, so not my bed really, just because like we're on different um circadian rhythms oh yeah so she'll so, sleep in the day yeah so actually they're like cats they are crepuscular which means they're most active like at dawn and dusk mm. um but yeah it's mostly because like she'll wake up a lot to like go use a litter box and do her <laughs> thing and like sniff around and like i'm just a really light sleeper so it has more it has more to do with me like i wake up if i hear birds chirping yeah so if a bunny is hopping around in my bed i'm not gonna be able to sleep so for the litter box it's like a yeah contraption that's like has a tray and then it's like has another piece on top of it something that you can kind of like have I guess like <laughs> privacy for the bunny and then there's some hay in there as well and the hay is what like do they eat the hay or poop on the hay or both <laughs> like yeah so they they eat hay uh their their diet is majority hay it's 80 mm. percent hay because they they have a high fiber diet and this high fiber diet allows them to basically use the restroom. Mm -hmm. So in order to like, you know, poop, they consume hay. It kind of pushes it right through, if that makes any sense, yeah. right? And so what people have been doing for a number of years is they'll put hay in the litter box the, or they'll kind of makeshift different little hay feeders, you know, baggies, buckets, mm -hmm. all sorts of things to like, to contain the hay. Um, but it's just a really, it's messy. It gets all over the place. I mean, it's like having a farm in your house. Think about it. Yeah. Hay is like associated with like horses and cows and stuff. And so when you have hay in your house and the bunnies kicking it everywhere and it's just, it's been a big problem. And so I really feel like the litter box that I've developed, um, over the past couple of years, um, really eliminates a lot of the mess mm -hmm. that comes with coexisting with hay. Yeah. And I mean, I can say it's true because your place is like spotless it's like perfect. yeah yeah no people idea. would there's never a know there's a rabbit bunny running, there. like running free yeah there. people are always surprised when they see a bunny pop out and yeah like, what yeah yeah so that's great so i mean i it's so daunting to create a product because you have to do molding and buy those machines that do the molding and yeah. it's like a lot of work do you see yourself releasing it like anytime soon where where are you right now in the process yeah we're at the end of the process which is really exciting we've been through a number of prototypes. Lennon's tested every prototype. Um, it's been very time consuming, um, but we are close to the finish line. 
Um, once we approve this final prototype, then we'll start, you know, getting yeah. them made and sent over and then it'll be available for purchase um, before the Christmas rush, hopefully. Yeah, yes. that'd yes. be great. We'll, yes. we'll update this video with the link too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I like how I, you say we this time too, but I know it's <laughs> you and your business partner, not it's this a, business partner. Yeah, well, actually, I guess in a way I, I am still including her. Well, in she has been yeah. trying it out, right? Like yeah, the different yeah. Prototypes? It's, well, the great thing is about like making a product where the we need a bunny to test it out. You know, I have one, so... Let's say, like, did you have to teach Lennon to be, like, house trained? Like, can someone teach an old bunny how to be house trained, or do they just, like, naturally go to this thing? You know, yes and no. Um, obviously, they're domesticated. You know, they're mm. not wild bunnies. So, you know, they they do, like, depend on humans and know how to live with humans and all that stuff. Um, you know, they, I think it's really, it boils down to, you know, they've got to get spayed and neutered. Mm. And as long as they're potty trained, litter box trained. How do you train the bunny to be potty trained? Um, it's not that hard. You really just, you give, well, like I said, the spaying and neutering helps because then mm. they're not as territorial. Yeah. Because um, when they're not fixed, they just want to mark, 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 right? Um, just like a dog. Yeah. Um, so that helps. And then if you give them the litter box um, with all the proper contents inside, the hay and stuff, they will just, they will go in that corner. They're actually very clean, very organized. Mm. So they prefer to actually just go in one place. And um, I, I would say just like any pet, the, you know, when they're babies, like a puppy or a kitten, you know, it's a process. Yeah. You know, they're more destructive. They're more hyperactive. They're all over the place. They're just exploring this new world that they're a part of. So that's probably the most challenging um stage i would say when you yeah. bring a, a new bunny into your life and then once they reach maturity they're pretty mellow they kind of get used to things they're not as curious anymore you know like lennon especially at this age because she's a senior she just kind of sleeps all day <laughs> yeah she's chill um she's not as destructive and um you know she's a good girl so let's talk a little bit about you. So you and Lennon could really be anywhere. What's keeping you in LA? That's a great question. <laughs> You're like, I don't know either. Because <laughs> I think I've talked about this with you so many times. But like, I've definitely thought about like, mm, moving elsewhere, mm -hmm. moving abroad, um, or, you know, to another state. Um, and it's actually I still haven't eliminated that idea. Um, I think it's still something I'd like to explore in the near future. Um, but you know, we've stayed in LA this whole time, mostly because, I mean, my heart will always be in California. And mm -hmm. I think no matter where I go, I will always come back to California. There's just something special about LA and California, um, that, and cause you've been here I a agree. number of times yeah. and like, despite all the hate that it gets and, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a great place to be. There's just so much life and so rich in culture and mm. I just feel like you could never get bored here. There's always yeah, something so to, much do. to do, always something to do. I mean, we could talk about pros and cons all day, but, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think living elsewhere is something I definitely like to explore. The problem is it gets hard when you're m moving with a bunny, Yeah, a pet in general is one thing it's hard, but then the bunny thing makes it complicated because there's only so many airlines that take her in the cabin. Really? Yeah. Like and, which ones? Like what's a good mm, one? Well, like United. 
Uh, yeah, well, Alaska, Alaska, okay. Spirit, Frontier, mm. um, are the domestic ones in the U.S. There might be another one. Yeah. Um, and then domestic, like international, it's even fewer. So you know, if I want to like go live in like Lisbon, Portugal, with her, I'd have yeah. to like, you know, fly to New York, then from New York, take this specific oh. airline from go to Spain, then drive, rent a car, drive to Portugal. Like, so there, it would be a process. It's not easy to just move with her. And then there are countries, this makes it even worse, that don't even allow the entry of rabbits into really? their country, like the importation of rabbits. Because they think it's gonna mess with the environment or something if the rabbit well, got free? Yeah, it's a couple of things. I mean, rabbits are still viewed as exotic animals. So they're not in that same category as dogs and cats that mm -hmm. they can just, you know, go in and out of everywhere basically. Um, but all furthermore, there's this like rabbit disease that's been going around the past few years. Oh. Um, and you know, a lot of countries just don't want to spread it. Um, even though like she's vaccinated for it and stuff, people are still being weird about it. So it gets complicated for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what about, um, you know, we're getting older. And yes, we, we hopefully one day want to settle down. So how is it like dating in LA? I mean, at one point you did have a boyfriend that you were that you did feature on your channel and he had a bunny too, right? Yeah. Well <laughs> Do you like want to date a I man that has a bunny as well? Like are you looking for that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Um yeah, I mean I wouldn't call that guy my boyfriend, but we we dated for a brief moment and he did have a bunny and uh, I invited him on the channel to you know, I thought it would be cool because yeah. I thought the fans would appreciate it because what are the odds that you would meet someone else with a bunny? Yeah. Um, and, you know, he was like, did people appreciate good it? Good looking dude. Did they like it? <laughs> uh, yeah, they did. I mean, it was like, I think the majority of people were supportive, mm -hmm. you know, because they want to see me happy and they liked the idea of like Lennon having a dad and a brother because, you know, the other bunny oh. was a boy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the thing with putting your personal life on the internet, which you can relate to, yeah. you just really open yourself up for like so much judgment. And this brings us back to like the fear of judgment thing. Yeah. Where, um, Because, you, you know, I mean, I kind of knew what I was getting into, like when I made that video. But I mean, reading the comments, I felt were like a little brutal. And I kind of felt bad for the guy a little bit. I was Did like, he oh, like I hope see he that stuff too? <laughs> you know? Probably. He probably did. I was like, God, I hope he didn't read this comment about him. Gosh, <laughs> yeah. like, um, but then things ended anyway, and I didn't care. I was like, whatever. And I like, just, you know. Have you found love yet in LA? Have I fallen in love in LA? Yeah. Have you found any guys? Like, what do you think? Do you think it's different? Like, so obviously California is fun. LA is great. <laughs> but do you think it's like a different dating culture out here than it is in other cities? Oh, my gosh. You know, I could talk all day about this because, yeah. you know, I'm an expert. <laughs> um, I don't think that the, you know, I think L.A. has certain elements that are specific to L.A., but to say L.A. is bad for date, to say L.A. is bad for dating, I think is like a misnomer just because um, I think that it's actually a, a global mm, situation that everybody's in right now because yeah. we're, I mean, dating is being being exacerbated by technology and like the illusion of having so much choice and like social media. Always wanting better. Like yeah. thinking that these like couples that are posting are amazing when really they're domestic violencing behind the scenes. 
I just, that was just someone I think of in the video <laughs> that I'm like, I always see them posting and it looks so romantic in their videos, but I know them in real life and they're like totally faking it. Yeah. Yeah. No, to- I mean, social media like isn't real as we all yeah. know. I mean, we do our best to like live in it and, and embrace it. And like you and I, I think we've used it as a tool to, yeah. you know, and I think in a good way. Um, but yeah, there are people who use it in a bad way and, um, my point is, because uh, I digress. Like is, expectations are kind of set way yeah, too high. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely, and I think that bleeds into like the dating and all that stuff, as you mentioned. Um, just you know, um, there's a lot of like, mm, like lusting after Instagram yeah. models and stuff too, and those people aren't even real, as you know. Like <laughs> yeah. those are highly like face tuned. Oh, people. I see them in person. I'm like, you are not the same. Yeah, yeah. So. It's a really wild time. And I'm like, God, what would our parents have done with dating apps? Would that have like really shifted things back in like the 90s? You know, it would have been crazy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know it's hard out here. So I know, I know. But to answer your question, I don't think I've like uh, I've yeah, I've fallen in love a couple times for sure. Um, but you know, for whatever reason, like the powers that be just would not allow it to to flourish. Yeah. I feel like you're also in an interesting position because of your career with Lennon. Like a lot of people, like I've noticed with my boyfriend, he knows a lot of people through work and like through those things and going to an office and seeing a lot of people and like switching jobs. So he's got friends in all these different cities. And like for us, we've got like a schedule where we get to sit and be at home all day. So it's like you get less social exposure. Mm-hmm. less opportunity to possibly run into that person. No, absolutely. And we were talking about this with Shelby the other day. It's mm-hmm. like, it's really interesting just being in our fields. We're at home all day. And uh, I mean, you have a great social life because mm. you, but you could, that's because you put effort into it and you, and you put yourself out there and stuff. I, I'm like such an introvert. And so, I mean, I kind of have my little circle, like, mm-hmm. you know, on one hand, I, I can count the people that I talk to regularly, like you're one of them. And, but it's so easy to like self-isolate in this job. Yeah. If, if you're like pumping out content every day, you're editing every day, you're at home every day. And then, yeah, I can, it's hard to meet people. And then also when people find out what you do for a living, that can complicate things too. Cause mm-hmm. I'm sure you've had your fair share of like, you know, you just never know, um, like people's true intentions or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or even some people, they just truly value their privacy. So like, yeah. at least for my boyfriend, like he never wants to be on anything ever. He never right. wants to be on camera and never wants that. Yeah. And I'm like, perfect. I don't want like two of me. Like that sounds like tragic. Yeah. No, I mean, it'd be great to date someone who like isn't in, in the industry, yeah. I think, cause you can have a little bit of a break from it, but also, I mean, my family is that way too. Like my brother, like, well, doesn't want me to name drop him, yeah. tag him, anything like, and it's funny how different like some people are. Cause that's not how you and I are. No, I know. I'm like, I'm happy to <laughs> you on camera. Like certain yeah. things I definitely like the Coachella cheating video. That was like a lot, Yeah. but it was something I needed to do for like healing as well. But yeah. I don't want to let people in that much because, and you yeah. don't either. Like you, you know, they see your life, well, and but they don't really know. Well, it made for great content too. No, I know. It was great. <laughs> the views were excellent. Yeah. yeah. I always say, like, if you can make a little bit of money off Heartbreak, like, why yeah. not? You well, paid know? for the Hawaii trip. I just took him on the week before he cheated on me. So exactly. There you go. Yeah, That's your that. sound bite right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's probably heard it enough. He's like, delete that video. And I'm like, no. 
to oh warning to the God. world. Even though nobody knows who he is, yeah, unless you except know. Except me. Yeah, unless you like know yeah. me, you don't know. Like there are people yeah. after that video that went to like my other guy friends were like messaging him like, why would you cheat on Sloan? He, they're like, I'm friends with him. Like I've never, like I never dated him. Nobody knows. So yeah, you know, we'll just leave it out there because yeah, what damage has really been done? And I know, but know you're him. but you're in a thriving relationship right now. Yeah. And I'm like so happy for you. Uh, I'm such have a you talked about poor. your man yet? Um, I have a little bit. Yeah, yeah. People know he's older. He's moving, which is like unfortunate. At this point, I think you would have very moved. So yeah, it's yeah. a lot. I think I'm gonna do a life update soon. But I think this is like the happiest I've seen you in a while. And it yeah. just seems like such, such a healthy place for you. Yeah, thank you. And he you. seems like he's just so good to you yeah, without giving too much away. Yeah, I do way better in relationships than not. So that's why I want you to like find love too. You I deserve know. it. Well, all my friends do. Like literally everyone's like, your day is coming. Your yeah. day is coming. But I think there's an element of like, you know, um, there's a lot of like self-work that mm. one has to do and feel okay being alone and independent before you can actually be with someone. And so I think that I've been working on that for a number of years now. So I do feel ready. Yeah. I feel ready. Yeah. No, you've been good about it. We've talked about that too. And like, you just like, you know, finding yourself and those things and like finding where the underlying problems come from. Like we all yeah. have that. And so. finding a guy who's like, cause it's such a weird time too. like when you're a woman who's, you know, doing well for herself and yeah, stuff and finding a guy who's okay with that and you know mm -hmm. definitely yeah. i've had pa past partners like that as well but um we're gonna go ahead and wrap up unless you have anything else to add Ooh. maybe hop look out for that yeah in the, for hopefully christmas season if not 2024 start off your year your year with a new bunny <laughs> <laughs> her bunny is smarter than my dog so oh my gosh i, I love so. bunny though bunny's so sweet yeah well Except when my, not not for lennon when my dog met lennon she went into full like animal mode like yeah bunny almost decapitated lennon and actually you you should have seen your face you were like shocked yeah i thought she was gonna be sweet to lennon but no she wanted to eat lennon oh yeah yeah i know um because look at her. How could you not want to eat her? I want to eat <laughs> she her all the well time. She looks well-fed, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Hop will be out soon. Uh -huh. All the updates will be on our socials. So le at Len and the Bunny for everything. Yeah, we will list it below and your yeah. shorts and your reels. Everything's doing really great on there. So definitely yeah. go and check them out <laughs> yeah, and check you. out the channel. So thank you for coming on, Lorelai. Thank you. And I'll Thanks see you guys. And <laughs> I'll see you guys in next week's episode. Bye, guys. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.